Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Hammer's right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed he's on the hotline and not in person because the last time he was here in person, he brought us beer. He did. Yeah, so. He did. I, uh, U.S. Senator from the great state of Indiana, Mike Braun, who's also running to be governor of the state of Indiana. Senator, how are you? Hey, I'm great. I'm uh, in my hometown sitting in my office and uh, here in about a half an hour head up to uh, Sullivan County for a Lincoln Day dinner. So I uh, won't get home till about 930, but that's kind of the way the trail's been uh, when you're doing two jobs, uh, finishing out your Senate job robustly and running for governor. So it's been not a dull moment out there. So let's get into the governor's race. And I'm sure you've been hearing the same things that we've been hearing that COVID might be coming back. Cases are on the rise. Our lockdowns around the corner. If you were elected the governor of the state of Indiana, where do you stand on mask mandates, vaccine mandates for these public universities, churches, businesses that get state money? So there'd absolutely be none of them. Um, I would not uh, be for any mandates uh, coming from our state government. And uh, I uh, and don't just uh, I'll practice what I preach. I was a freshman senator that got that crazy idea of Biden trying to force vaccines onto every uh, worker down to remember when they were trying that about a year after COVID was in the rearview mirror. That was our office that exercised the Congressional Review Act and uh, got two Democrats to get on board. And three weeks later, the Supreme Court said that was a cue to call that unconstitutional. So I was disappointed when I saw what we did. Uh, There wouldn't have been an essential business. You're one of them and somebody isn't. Uh, You know what that did in my hometown? My wife's business, her only job, and it's a home accessory and gift store, and every other downtown retailer shut down for six to eight weeks. And then, remember, you kept moving the kind of the emergency standards uh, forward. That would not have happened with me. Yeah, the emergency. That's what I was going to say. I think the emergency declaration, Senator, lasted something absurd, like 23 months. Oh, my goodness. Remember that? Nope. They kept – when I – you know, you, you try to give latitude. Uh, I'm the U.S. senator, but I think people know that I'm a Main Street entrepreneur and a business guy. And when I looked to see what the federal government was doing and to where there was that blind adherence to health care experts that were touting the science, well, once we knew the science that it ravaged, you know, the elderly that were predisposed, look what we did to kids, you know, not yeah. teaching, uh, trying to push remote teaching where half of our state doesn't have internet. I mean, there were so many bizarre consequences, and not to mention we spent almost a trillion dollars at the federal government incentivizing uh, people to stay home and watch Netflix for extended periods of time. So it, it was one of those things I always looked, Rahm Emanuel said, never let a crisis go to waste. Uh, they went to town with it in D.C. for sure. And some states that even were supposed to be conservative, red in nature, looked very blue to me. 
Yeah, because here in Indiana with Governor Holcomb, uh, there was a time where he wanted to lock people up for not having their masks on before the attorney general at a time had to step in and say, hey, we're not doing that here. Um, So I think there's a lot of people here in Indiana who they've heard some other folks come out and talk about this, and they were wondering where you stood in regards to any sort of COVID restrictions, if indeed that becomes a thing again. And, you know, hammer on that account, because we've got six of us in the race uh, and a couple declared way before I was the interloper getting in and uh, two more since. And of any of them, I'm the only one that's got the record. Um, you know, Lieutenant Governor Crouch would have a record. And I didn't hear much about any of this, you know, when this was happening. But I got a voting record and, and got a track record that makes me one of the most conservative senators in the U.S. Senate. And I practice what I preach, too. And it's going to be on principle. And I think that's going to be the litigation. Everyone's going to put their bylines and headlines out there in terms of what they're going to do. But I always like to look what has someone done based on their record. We're chatting with Mike Braun, senator from Indiana, also running for governor. Another big talking point that we've been talking about around here, and honestly, Senator, something that I'm seeing firsthand is the property tax situation. Property taxes going up through the roof. Mine is substantially more expensive, despite the fact that we haven't done a lot of home improvement at Casa de Hammer. Uh, What are your thoughts on what's happening right now with property taxes in Indiana? So I visit all 92 counties, and we got them almost all in this year, and that comes up all the time. Um, And it was obviously, again, based upon a system that was supposed to reflect market changes, but never was meant to handle something skewed by government. And again, look at the bizarre dynamic triggered by D.C. that created superinflation. Uh, People wanting to get out of town created that uh, real estate kind of temporary bubble. And obviously, I thought uh, the governor, uh, even our legislators, should have come in and put some type of cap on a system that was out of hand. It was never meant to gyrate that much. It was meant to take some of the kind of uh, arbitrary nature out of the system, pre-being market-based, but whenever anything gets skewed, even if you think you've got a good system, you can't just sit on your hands. To me, uh, I've heard so many complaints about it. Uh, It'd be something that I would try to fix so that in the future, if you're ever getting spiked, and if nothing is fixed before I get there, is that you'd obviously put a lid on how much something can go up in a given year, and it should be no more than the growth of the economy at best. So uh, that's warranted. It's out there. You hear it a lot. But the people there should have had something in terms of what they were going to do. That's what I do. That's what I'd suggest. You say the word spiked earlier, and I think that's really important here because in this, let's call it what it is, Joe Biden economy where gas is expensive, groceries are expensive, everything is more expensive, here in our state, which is ran by, and I'm using air quotes here, Republicans, we've got gas taxes going up, property taxes going up. There are times, Senator, where it feels like this state is being ran 
by Democrats with the way people are being taxed. Is that a concern for you? It would be. And the analog is in um, with my employer out there, too. The unholy alliance that drives that same kind of momentum for government to always get larger is uh, um, it's made possible by 10 to 15 Republicans that tout themselves as fiscal conservatives. Democrats are at least unapologetic that the federal government's kind of their cathedral and growth business all rolled into one. But then that spending deal, that CR you hear about, and here again, it looks like it's going to be the same thing because it's kind of the neocon hardcore defense folks that think nothing gets budgeted or audited there, whatever you want. They make that deal with the unapologetic spenders, and that can even creep into your state governments. You know, when I ran a little business, I reinvested every penny. You get good at low overhead. always told my kids once they got involved, keep your overhead low like you're going broke. You'll never go broke. And so many people lose the roots of where they've come from. And even in our own state government, we jumped from the year before to this next biennium at government growth way above our state's economic growth. You've got to be careful. I understand it, and it won't be hard for me to look at every agents we got, all 30-plus of them, make sure they're running right. Uh, my brother ran the Department of Workforce Development under Pence, and he saw the same thing, but he was a business owner. Every one of those agencies needs not just a bureaucrat there, but somebody from the street that's actually regulated by it in there to make sure they're running efficiently. Uh, one more thing before we let you go. I know your time is limited, Senator. Senator Mike Braun here, also running for a governor of the state of Indiana. Big picture, what you're seeing with Joe Biden, the Department of Justice, actively going after a political opponent and trying to put him in jail. That would be one Mr. Donald Trump. You saw the mugshot, I'm sure, over the weekend. You've had uh, several days to let the dust settle there. Just kind of big picture, what you think you're seeing from Joe Biden in terms of going after Donald Trump. I was clear about that and came out quickly that that is um, a party in power weaponizing uh, their own agencies to go after a guy that they never wanted from the day he came down the escalator. And I know he gives material for the competition to work with politically. This should have been resolved in November of 24. And when you see what we've just witnessed, that can turn on anyone anywhere down the road. It's a sad day in America. Um, he gains every time he gets indicted. That should tell you something. And he did represent half the country pissed off with business as usual in D.C. And I can tell you it's worse than what you'd imagine when you see it up close like me. Senator Mike Braun from the state of Indiana, also running for governor. Senator, we appreciate your time and thank you for joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Always enjoy being on. Take care.